Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest is Amri Yoffe. We're going to be talking about an AI personal trainer. Amri, how are you? Oh, good. How are you, sir? Good, good. So are you like the most buff man in history because you have an AI personal trainer or what? <laughs> Try not to. Trying to stay as as human as possible. <laughs> right on. Well, tell me about your project and your company and all that. What what does it do? Sure. So our um, basically our mission and, and personal passion is uh, what we call democratizing personal fitness using AI and voice. In simple words, it means... We're bringing uh, the ability of every person around the world to get high-quality, on-demand fitness coaching in their ear hmm. using AI and voice. And instead of going to uh, pricey, uh, limited services out there, basically trying to make life simpler into your phone, watch, or earphone. So how does the AI help guide you? When it, does it, is it watching you? Is it reading your heartbeat or your heart rate? Like what is it doing to, uh, to give you feedback? So basically, to understand what we are delivering, it's important to understand the story of the company in, uh, in, in 20, 30 okay. seconds, and I'll cover your answer for sure. So we started from a very different place. We started from measuring pilots and astronauts' uh, helmets and earphones and basically giving them voice feedback in real time uh, to perform better, simple as that. So basically to avoid risky physiological situations and to help them better understand their body in real time. 
Um, and after delivering uh, working systems around the world to the Air Force, NASA, Israeli Air Force, and more, basically we understood that we have unique technology that can uh, understand and profile who you are and then get back to you with your own personalized journey towards your fitness goal if it's about uh, losing weight, running 5K, or doing a mindfulness session. Uh, and to answer your question, we build an entity called V. V is basically your personal trainer. She uses different types of parameters from your heart rate, your posture, your cadence, your other uh, data that she's taking from your uh, phone or watch, your favorite music, and your uh, progress over time. And basically, she uses voice and music uh, to get you towards your goal from workout to workout. How does, um, okay, I can see heart rate. Like, So tell me what happens. Uh, I'm doing a workout, you know, I'm on a bench pressing or something, and my heart rate is going really high, um, or my posture is not right. How will V know that something's off, and how will it tell me to compensate? So let's assume your goal is to lose weight, okay, or to run 5K. Uh, so V, will, it will take you about two hours to get to know you after walking or running together. Uh, so she will understand your heart rate zone and your effort zone and your fatigue zones. And then she will simply use her voice coaching and music uh, to get you into the right effort zone or into the right heart rate zone uh, towards your goal. Uh, and she will stop you if she will feel that you're uh, exceeding them and getting into a risky situation and can get fatigued over time. Other than that, she will use some tips and some insights that are not related only to effort and fatigue. Just, you know, it can be from funny jokes to just contextual insights to how far you are from uh, getting your personal goal. Okay. So it's um, so the system can monitor heart rate, things like that. Um, it, I guess you request music when you work out, and it says, uh, oh, I think you'll like this, and it plays a certain tune or a genre that it knows you'll like, those kinds of things to help encourage you. Correct. So, for example, she can connect to your Spotify, and by knowing your personal taste, she will curate for you your favorite three playlists to play at the beginning of the run. Um, oh. And she can use some cool sounds, you know, just uh, she will tell you, uh, hey, Rich, here is a step to the beat, you know, a step to this beat, and you will get, and I will get you uh, within your optimal zone to burn as much as fat as you need and so forth. Do you have uh, different personalities programmed in? Like, could you have one that was a drill sergeant? and it insults you and yells at you and one word encourages you, or have you yeah. gone that direction? So, first of all, voice-wise, we chose one leading voice. We uh, cho- we uh, tested over 150 voice types and ended with one leading one. Uh, we are going to uh, include a male voice uh, uh, in the near future, but uh, it's the same voice. However, you have two uh, flexibility levels. You have chattiness level. So you can decide if you want V2 more chatty or less from one to five. And second, based on your responses and your progress over time, V will adapt her, uh, what we call motivational skins or personality skins into being, uh, you know, from being what we call tough love or your sergeant analogy to something that is more uh, soft. Um, But uh, it's, it's a very adaptive, there are more than five um, personality levels that she can jump between from how to pronounce your name to what type of uh, content she predicts that will make you most excited and most motivated. Oh, so you, you could have one level where she's like, oh, you fat bastard, work harder, come on, you're a sissy, or ones where they're like really encouraging you, you know, you could do it, I know you can, come on, that kind of stuff. 
So, you know, I'm still, I, I, we still faced uh, politically correct and uh, insurance limitations, let's put it this way. <laughs> but, uh, but it's somewhere <laughs> along those lines, absolutely. <laughs> Well, how does this, yeah, that's interesting you bring that up. How does this relate to uh, insurance? Is this a product that people can get through their doctors, or is it a medical device so they could just order it on their own? You know, where does it fall legally? So our, our mission is not to become a medical device. We're trying to keep a, a very uh, gentle borderline to not to become a diagnostic uh, a device and, and keep it within the consumer space. But the answer is absolutely yes. We're currently signing a number of corporate wellness programs so when your doctor or when your corporate wellness program will want to monitor to make sure that you are maintaining a fitness routine, V will be the perfect, you know, uh, companion or the perfect partner to not only advise what you should do, but also enforce it, notify you, and make sure you do it exactly like a human trainer does, uh, where most digital apps with all the graphs and notifications fail just because they are missing the human mimics and human practices that keep you accountable. So because the device is, <clears throat> is telling you to either do or not do stuff or do it harder or, you know, hold back, does that create any um, any liability where the device is liable for causing you injury if you have a problem? So we had a huge challenge with this one. We are the first in the world to do this thing, basically to take this uh, human mimics and, and lower and automate something that people used to hire a personal trainer with. Uh, but long story short, we uh, uh, have a very transparent uh, policy with our users that they signed that they are aware that uh, uh, V is still not a human person that is uh, able to understand uh, uh, everything in real time. Uh, and moreover, we're being ultra careful in the type of insights and, uh, and guidance we give to avoid any type of risky guidance or uh, uncontrolled situation. So, so far, Touchwood, we had zero... And we're already crossing the 20,000 devices around the world and, and, and scaling very nice. Currently, we didn't have any issue, but hmm. we are. We, it took us over one year to uh, clarify and to uh, resolve this policy before we could uh, release the product. So um, <clears throat> you have 20,000 devices out there. How many active users are you able to say? So basically around 75% of people continue to use the product after three months. Three months in the fitness world is usually the, uh, you know, the, the, the waterfall or people drop fusage in terms of uh, retention. Um, mm. And the interesting part is beyond the, the nice uh, active users base is the user type. Uh, we were totally wrong. We were uh, confident that the first early adapters are going to be the tech savvies and the fitness addicts, and it's absolutely not the case. Our mm. average user is a beginner. Uh, somewhere between 170 to 220 pounds, uh, trying to lose weight or improve very general fitness, basically either a, a walker or trying to go from walking to running. So we really changed the whole company and the whole brand, by the way, after we understood that this type of audience is the most engaged one. Uh, so this is something that we are uh, refining uh, over time in the last six months. Does the, uh, does the AI suggest different... Can you, can you say, like, hey, V... I'm tired of doing the same, uh, you know, I'm tired of walking, I'm tired of running. What else can I do to build up my cardiovascular strength for a 5K? And will it, does it have a library of different workouts where it can suggest stuff to you? Yes, yes, it does. And we're going to release, basically currently we're focused on uh, running and walking as the most scalable and accessible markets to start with. 
Um, and we are releasing very carefully more activities. We have cycling already at, at a beta version and going to release uh, a gym activity and uh, different types of more mindfulness meditation oriented part by the end of the year. And to your question, uh, classes and uh, what we call the work our planner, by June, V is going to deliver you not only a real-time fitness experience, but also an off-training way to tailor for you uh, highly predicted classes that she will think will suit you. And you're able to choose out of three or five out of them uh, before we start the actual workout itself. Okay. And what, what kind of feedback are you getting from people using it? Do you talk to your users and ask them what they think and what they experience? So, yeah, we do. And I welcome you to uh, uh, Google the web. There are some uh, very uh, funny uh, disruptive feedbacks out there. Tell me about the feedback you've been getting from users. You said you've had like 7,500 users and, you know, it sounds like they've been doing it for months. You know, what kind of things are you hearing from people? Do they like it? Do they, you know, think it's weird? What are they telling you? Um, so... Basically, we are uh, seeing uh, three type of users. The first is people that are just, you know, it's for them it's a, it's a new a disruptive experience to hear a voice that is very contextual, that is saying their own name and related to what they're actually doing in real time. Uh, so you see some uh, funny, uh, amazed feedbacks out there for, you know, how did she know that I'm in San Francisco and that the weather is X, Y, Z and that... Uh, uh, you know, what I did in the last three runs and so forth. Um, so these are the the more surprised ones. The second group is people that are, I would say, well aware of voice-first uh, systems and products and just, you know, happy to use the product. And the third is people that it's, you know, it's, too, it's still too much for them in terms of uh, an entity that is uh, a little bit over the top and, and speaking with them and, and advising things and so forth. Uh, around 5 to 10% of users, it's still hard for them. It takes them at least 5 to 10 runs to get the value as they see that they're starting to uh, achieve their goals. Uh, and it's an actual thing. You know, it's, it's a new experience, and it's something that uh, we are constantly working on thought leadership and education to the market to, to understand the, the value of voice-first systems. For some people, it's an overwhelming experience to start with. What kind of uh, benefit, the people that like it and are really use it, you know, what are they telling you that the benefit is? What are the experience that they like? How does it help them? So I think there are two two very different uh, benefits. The first is just results. Practically speaking, you will see many people that are just, you know, uh, getting more accountable to their fitness routine and, you know, and therefore losing weight or, or improving their run or walk or cardio activity. Um, so V is very practical beyond the, the fun stuff and the experience part. She's very practical. She's very analytical. She will get you the stats you need and the insights you need. So this is one main benefit, very goal results oriented. And the second is motivation. Um, people say that she, they feel she's like a companion or like a friend other than the, a technical fitness coach. Uh, and w when she sees that they are struggling, she, she can throw a specific insights or you know, motivational prompt, you know, you're almost there. And it, because it's being triggered in the right point of time, people say that it's the extra push they needed as their motivational companion and, and, and partner. Okay, well, so it'll count down for you. You know, you only have uh, 30 seconds left, 29, 28. Will it do stuff like that? Exactly. She will take you to intervals or to... She, because she's aware in real time to all your parameters, she knows exactly... Again, we are taking human practices. We know when a, a personal trainer is using specific words, 
and we can scale it to a personalized experience. So uh, this is exactly what she does. It's not a pre pre-recorded, just you know, uh, a hard-coded prompt that is being triggered. It's being triggered at the right time, and therefore people are excited and get motivated. Can you give just a couple of examples of what you know the system has said to people that they really were like, "Wow," or "That's cool," or it was customized? Sure. Sure, and I welcome you guys to get to uh, getv.com. You can see all the uh, videos and testimonials over there. So um, um, let's give three examples. The first, we have what we call the pickup line. So when you open the app or you're starting the session, V will understand who you are, where you are, what you did, and what you're going to do, and she will surprise you that she knows it. So uh, one example is sometimes she will know that the weather in real time now is snowing. She will tell me, hey, Rich, how about taking an indoor training today because it looks uh, crazy snowing out there. Let's, let, let's take it easy. Um, and she can relate to things that were in your region, politics-wise or you know, uh, news-wise, uh, because we have a, a system that can deliver content in real time based on geofencing. So pickup line is one example. A second example is we will show you that uh, she sees what type of things you like to do. So, for example, if you like to run 30 to 40 minutes or you like to maintain a specific pace in order to burn enough calories, she will surprise you and proactively will say, hey, I see that this is the routine that you like keeping. Let's do one, two, three, four, five in order to get there. In other words, she will not, to, she will not try to change your behavior, but will under, try to understand your constraints and your preferences and adapt herself uh, to you. Um, right. Okay. The last part is different type of, uh, um, uh, I would call it a goal-oriented part. She will see how far you are from your goal, and she will pick small wins or small goals that people really like. So she, instead of telling you we are 10 runs from getting you our goal, she will pick very tiny, small uh, uh, you know, celebrations and wins throughout your run to get you over there. Again, exactly like a great personal trainer would do. Interesting. What about the um, the AI itself? I mean, does it? I don't know what you can say about it. I don't know if it's proprietary. Parts of it are, I'm sure. But is it a, like a neural network? Is it deep learning? I mean, what you know? What are some of the technical aspects of it that are interesting? Again, without um, what I can share, we have a, a data science team. And most of it is based in our R&D center in Israel, uh, with another small team of uh, six people based in the U.S. Uh, hmm. In short. We're doing, uh, we're using uh, three main techniques. The first is profiling tools. So we are extracting over 80 data points about each user anonymously uh, to better understand what type of user you are and placing you on a specific user type in order to give you the right journey. And when we start, uh, extracting over 100,000 data sets in every workout. Uh, so this is the first layer. The second layer is different types of clustering and predicting tools uh, around machine intelligence or machine learning tools. Deep learning is less relevant at our amount of data. It's still, we're still gathering, uh, the amount of data is still not significant to a level that we can truly create adaptive tools beyond uh, the machine learning layer. Uh, so for example, your routine and your what type of prompts will make you more excited and engaged. And, what is your fitness meter? Basically, a, a meter that will understand if you're improving or not over time and so forth. And the last tool is what we call natural voice processing. We're basically taking a voice and stitching it into a, uh, uh, you know, from your how to say your personal name in different types of emotional ways to 
planting different types of stats into the sentences that it will sound fully human and not a regular PPF to speech voice. Gotcha. Interesting. Are you, uh, the data that you collect on different people, are you allowed to amalgamate it in a big database and use it to learn what's working for, you know, one person versus another? Or do you have to keep it separate? So, first of all, from a policy perspective, we are extremely careful. These days are, uh, it's not big news for us what's going on with Facebook these days. We are, for the last two years, we are super focused on making sure that we will not get into a uh, unconvenient situation with our users. So the only place that we are using or uh, um, um, comparing data is uh, looking at anonymous, anonymous uh, uh, ways of specific user types without bundling it to their personal name. And, mm. and w what we're trying to look is trends. So let's give an example. If I see that uh, out of my uh, uh, um, 15,000 uh, uh, users, um, uh, I see 2,000 people that for some reason uh, their goal is to lose weight and for some reason they are more consistent than others. So I can do comparisons between them. Um, on the personal user level, uh, what we're trying to do is give people uh, we have uh, what we call the training engine, which is basically a, uh, an AI tool that can, over time, understand who you are and trying to adjust and, and deliver you a, a personalized journey, regardless to comparing you to others. Okay. What um, what kind of surprising insights have you gotten? You know, you told me about some of the insights, but what what really shocked you or surprised you? So I think user type was a very surprising one. We expected a different mm -hmm. audience and and. This, this is one. The second, we were, I think we were pretty amazed of how emotional people get when things don't work. So it's almost on the human level that people either create amazing trust or lose trust. When we first released the product, once people sure. attach to V, they expect her to be, you know, more than she really is sometimes. Um, so and, and, and it means that you need to be super careful to release features that will be super contextual and smart. Otherwise, the minute that you that she will say something stupid or something smart, you just lose all the great trust that you created with the user, because people engage with the system more than they do with the regular you know fitness apps that shoot some insights. Right. Um, and, uh, and 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 that's pretty much it. I would say another last insight is on the voice part. Um, I think voice, we're scratching the surface of what could be done with, once you have captive audience with earphone in their ear, you can do many other beautiful things other than voice. And this is something that we tested recently and we're going to add more features that are giving you what we call snackable audio pieces. So you already have an earphone in your ear. What other things I can deliver you that are audible that will be beneficial throughout those 40 minutes? This is another uh, interesting insight that we tested, and you're going to see us delivering some audio pieces other than just voice. Yeah, what, that's what I was going to ask you: is what's next over the next, you know, six months or a year or two years? What are you, what are your guys' plans for add-ons or changes? I would say uh, three main things. The first, you're going to see us unleashing V. Basically, we're getting into the. We had three phases. The first one was Kickstarter to validate market acceptance. Uh, became Kickstarter most funded fitness wearable. Uh, the full hardware experience was delivered last July, uh, again, delivered over 20,000 devices. But the relevant part is unleashing V, basically delivering a subscription option of V to work within any type of device out there. And we're going to deliver this option 
uh, within uh, two months to three months from today latest, um, working within our premium uh, device experience, but also within other uh, uh, phones and smartwatches, number one. Number two, you're going to see us evolving into more fitness activities and getting a more personalized uh, uh, workout planner, as mentioned. And number three is on the audio content, you're going to see us collaborating with more voices, more music content, and any type of audible uh, exciting content that we can get into the full experience. Did you say V will be able to work on uh, other devices besides the watch? That's correct. Will it be able to do what it can do? Like if it's just an app on my Android, for instance, can it still measure all the parameters it needs to, or how will it do that? Currently, it measures through our own headphone. Uh, so... Uh, it will still deliver you uh, a great experience, excluding heart rate from our own earphone. Uh, if you will use an Apple Watch later this year, you will be able to get it through the app. Um, talking wow. about Q4 and on. Um, and some voice recognition blind spots, we are going to be very careful because with our own earphone, we can control full speech recognition. With others, it's a blind spot. So we're going to be careful with this one as well. Oh, it sounds like a pretty amazing project. I mean, it's really cool. And I could see it going into other areas eventually. You know, I mean, there's a lot of places to go in fitness still, but uh, very interesting. Appreciate it. And, you know, our goal is to uh, stay heads down, stay humble, and and keep executing on the current uh, alert. But I, I couldn't agree more. I think that it's an endless uh, uh, path that we're going – she's going to grow into becoming your full body and mind companion. If you'll visit our two – Officers, you will see a huge mission statement on the wall saying improving humanity while building the best AI companion for body and mind. So uh, I agree. She will grow over there. We just need to, you know, keep focus and keep executing well on the current uh, verticals. Well, I can see, I mean, I'm not meaning to just throw advice out there, but this could be a licensable technology, not just for training, but, you know, for psychology, for, I mean, teaching, for coaching, for all kinds of stuff. You know, you guys have built up it sounds like this huge system and gotten all these learnings. You know, I know you can't do everything, but I could see it being licensed to other areas. You know? You're right. You're right. And basically the, the rationale, the very basic rationale, if you really simplify it, of understanding who you are when you have a connected audio device near you or in your ear, and then creating a personalized content delivery system that can give you voice or audio content in real time, endless amount of applications. Uh, including your ability to communicate with it over voice. So uh, you're fully right. Hmm. Interesting. Um, all right, so last question. Well, actually, I have one, one more question, if you don't mind. I don't know what you, if you can say or not, but um, you mentioned heart rate. Can you mention some of the other parameters that you guys look for? I know you can't mention all of them, I'm sure, but are there any others you can mention? So first of all, we measure heart rate and heart rate variability. We're not, we don't show the heart rate variability to the users because we're still gathering data to... Uh, deliver uh, value with it, but heart rate and heart rate variability at the highest level. Again, I started with measuring fighter pilots and astronauts at, uh, at real time. Um, Six-axis gyrometer that gives you a full posture and activity level. Cadence, um, elevation, temperature, speech recognition, uh, and some other parameters that we extract from your health kit and Google feeds so or your location, the weather around you, and so forth. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I see how it could be a lot. Very interesting. Okay, well, how do we give listeners uh, a chance to get the get the product? You know, what's the website or how can they communicate with the company sure. if they want to? Absolutely. So please visit getv.com. It's G-E-T-V-I.com. 
uh, and feel free to reach out to our uh, social media. It's called Train with V uh, uh, over Instagram or Facebook. Uh, more than happy to get any feedback or any insights from people that are joining our community. And again, I, I'm really excited and really passionate about us uh, with our community building this entity to make people healthier. So I uh, uh, welcome you guys to uh, join on board and give us the, the best feedback possible. That's great, Omri. I'm really excited for your project, and it's really cool. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thanks for your time, guys. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.